Doctor is in, Dr. Anthony Rayo. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Tyler's been rescheduled. What? Yep. <laughs> you know, he's he's our, our kicker, and uh, he's had, our place kicker. He had a game a few weeks ago where he had six field goals against the Jets. He won the game. Isn't that crazy? Oh yeah, God. he won oh the game for gosh. us. Well, no wonder. He's probably exhausted. <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. How's everything going? Another week of this craziness. Oh, yeah, and it just seems to sort of ramp up all the time. But, uh, but the thing I'm hearing now is um, all these grumblings. You know, we're at the two-week mark for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the families are starting to talk with each other or in-laws and grandparents and cousins. And, and there's all this stress about, you know, well, well aren't we going to have that thing we do every year? It's a tradition. And, mm-hmm. and so it's causing a lot of stress among families and people, you know, some some people just don't want to bend on it and they're not really weighing in any of the potential risks and other people are, are so much more sensitive about it. And anyways, all that all that tension is affecting people. Um, it's certainly affecting uh, kids. Um, and I think that the kids have picked up on that, hey, this is going to be like different. <laughs> this is going to be like mm-hmm. a weird Thanksgiving. How do you get your head around that? This is the first I think family, yeah, family holiday, right? That we're um, I'm thinking, having to really yeah, you know what? You're right. It. it is one of the yeah. big, you know, warm and fuzzy ones that we all look forward to. Yeah. Do you have yeah. some advice on maybe ways to talk? I, I don't even know if the kids care. Do they care as much as we do about Thanksgiving? Yeah, some of them do. Some of them, um, they care when they realize now they won't see grandparents or cousins or, you know, and it's, you know, although I think a lot of us might be secretly relieved not to be <laughs> in a typical stress. I bet that is all over the place. My kids, so the big concern for them is the cousins. They're not going to be able to hang out with their cousins, yeah. which was, you know, the grandparents they see throughout the year and all that. But the cousins, it's a rare a treat for them to get together. And so that was for them just telling them this year, we're not going to do that right now. And you're right. This is the first kind of sweater holiday that we're having of the season where we aren't going to be gathering like we have before. What do we do if we notice the kids are a little triggered by this? You know, I think there's a terrific opportunity to show your kids, uh, you know, this concept of agency, right? Which is, uh, hey, you know, say something like, uh, no matter how different or weird uh, Thanksgiving is in this crazy year, right? Um, you know, it can be as happy, as memorable, as good as any other. That is up to us. Now, w- we make it special, you know, with what we have, who we have in our lives, and we should do it in our own way. brings up the issue of maybe some newer traditions will be laid down from mm-hmm. this change, you know, that's where traditions start. They usually were breaking from other things we did for long periods of time. And then they become codified and they become something that feels right. So I, I tell people, be a little flexible. Signal to your kids it's okay. Um, you know, that we can kind of do it in our own way. It's just this year it looks like. Um, but that it's okay and we can actually lean into it. We can actually own this. Uh, maybe we'll come up with something kind of cool and different. I have started buying family games, and I don't know, everyone's either going to love me or hate me, but I am going to just keep pulling out. I bought the Family Feud card game. <laughs> I've got the karaoke set up. I bought new ping pong paddles to have a ping pong tournament. I'm thinking it's going to be like a full-on game day, like eat, play a game, uh, eat, play I a game. I think it's like... just you and Jeff at this point now, Jan, so I'm not sure who's I'm... dressing up like Steve Harvey, but have at it. Family Feud. No, we're having the kids over, and 
and and it's it's going to be a small Thanksgiving table. But um, how much do you think that this is going to impact us as we move to the end of the year with with how like I think what everybody's holding their breath in Western New York, we are like literally standing at the line where if we cross this line with the spike in numbers, we could be going back into a shutdown. And so with that stress, I find everybody is short tempered. You know, you look around counties or different states or different regions of the of the country and you can kind of get a sense of what's coming, you know. So here in the Boston area, we were looking at other areas, not as worried. We were at one point, maybe 200, 300, you know, cases a day. We've, I think we've gone over 2,000 on a day. Wow. So now the governor's had to say, okay, you know, we'll still do restaurants in this, but let's do it this way, and you're home by 10. And so, so there's, there's going to be a wake-up call, is my guess. So what's ever happening around you, because look, it's, a, it's, it's biology, it's a virus, it is going to spread and make its way through. Um, just sort of get prepared. And, you know, the, the really good news here is we just didn't start this race, right? We may be exhausted. Mm-hmm. We may be tired. We may be just, you know, in a state of chronic worry and anger and stress. But this isn't new to us. We have those first eight plus months of practice of learning what we need to do. Uh, we've actually developed some resilience along the way, yeah. you know. So, so if you kind of calm down and take a moment and reflect and you realize, like, I'm actually more resilient than I was. I'm exhausted, but I'm more resilient and I'm not at the start of this race. Um, we have been talking to people about their experiences if they have caught coronavirus and, and had to deal with it. And do you have any advice for how to help a family member or if you yourself are going through the isolation part of coronavirus where you're by yourself for like a couple weeks in isolation, are there are ways to keep your mind straight. You know, people have a different, you know, makeup, if you will, right, when it comes to this type of thing. Um, you know, the more quiet, shy, introverted uh, person has a lot of experience, you know, being with themselves, entertaining themselves, uh, probably have, you know, at, at arm's length, you know, books and things and videos to preoccupy them or write or whatever. Um, it's those more, you know, gregarious and, uh, you know, and, and socially people that need an audience. People. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be really, really, really tough. And um, you know, I, <laughs> um, you know, I think keep your mind as much as possible um, because of this isolation. You can start to go off the rails in terms of the quality of your thinking. You can get a little bit sort of paranoid. You can be a little bit more irritable. You can sort of um, forget sort of the factual things because you're not connecting as much with people or sort of in the flow of everything. That's actually what can happen when we do get isolated. Our thinking goes a little off the rails. It's a really good question. Um, you know, for those around you, just make sure that they're available to talk with you. Um, mm-hmm. But but do expect, because I've actually worked with a number of clients who have contracted COVID or are with people at homes in COVID, uh, you know, with COVID. And, um, you know, the effect on the home and on those people is, is a lot. And there may be some neurological things happening with some cases. Mm-hmm. Um, so by all means just try to be a steady and calm but do try to connect as much as possible this is going to be hard it is going to be hard your book is the power of agency how can it help fix somebody's life or put them back on track yeah i just want people to know that they have power within reach and that 
even though at times it feels like you don't. You don't want to obsessively try to control things you don't have control over. By all means, let those things go. But it's a series of steps for people to learn how, what can I do to, to, to really have some more power in my life, particularly at times like these when we all do feel quite powerless. Yeah, we appreciate your time. Thanks for calling in today. No, it's been a pleasure. Take care, guys. Talk to you next week. Dr. Anthony Rayo on KISS 98.5.